kitties, Adam Carolla here, and guess who's coming to Detroit? That's right, me, Thursday, January 30th, Motor City Casino Hotels Soundboard. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Come on out and say hi. The following program is a Podcast One.com production. Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here for Classic Love Line, episode 130 from March 28, 1996, a Thursday night show with guest Cracker. The songs played were I Hate My Generation and Nothing to Believe In. Adam opens the show with Drew asking about his new medical condition. He's referencing something Adam uh, told him off air about a discolored stool. Adam laments uh, Drew's lack of confidentiality and Drew explains why he doesn't have to have it. Adam shares his plans to do more tests on the show and actually recruits listeners to send in faxes for ideas for new gap, hap, what type tests. And Adam has a list of comedy porn titles from his earlier stint on um, Kevin Bean that day and then he reads them off. Even citing Rex Cabo, Mr. Elastic Scrotum, a comedy go-to specific he would use up till his day. It's a rare one, but it's one of his classics. Band, our solid guests. It's overall another solid episode. And I love between the two hosts, guests, angry producer Ann. Couldn't ask for more. As per usual, this was recorded in 1996. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. Yes, it's true. Let me get the phone numbers out for Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. Tonight, we have Cracker is our in-studio guest. And, of course, to my left, as always, Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. How are you, Doc? I'm all right. How are you? Couldn't be better. How's your medical problem? You know, Drew, what about the whole uh, patient-physician confidentiality you, you, clause? If you'd come in and see me as a patient, maybe I could have maintained that. If but, I uh, come in and see you as a patient, I would have to pay you. You just to mention something to me in passing as I was seeing one of your friends. In passing? Yeah. <laughs> about passing. I had a little uh, discoloration of my stool yeah. today, yeah. and uh, it was alarming. Mm-hmm. So I decided to uh, drop in on the dock yeah. and pay him a little visit yeah. to his lovely office. And uh, you didn't listen to a word I said, did you? What? No, I did. What was it? Go get, go get that man. No, I don't get stuff I rub on yeah. my ass. I just that, was just a, that was just sort of my, my temporizing measure with you to give you that stuff. I told you to have some tests done. Oh, really? Yeah, you forgot that, too. All right. I, I don't want to get into this right now because I'm getting depressed. i got a big weekend coming on. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see how it goes over the weekend. All right. Okay? All right. Let's not do anything drastic. All right. And if it's still bad on Sunday, we'll tell you what's going on. You've got to use that cream. I mean, at least then we'll know what it is. So if the itching settles down. Uh, okay. okay. All right, True. Thank you very much for that. Now, never get late again. Uh as you know, we've been doing the GAT test, the gay aptitude test. We did the HAT test. We did the what test last night, the woman's heterosexual aptitude test. And I plan on doing more of these tests. And I would like you, the informed 
What's the name of the show? <laughs> Love Line Listener. To uh, fax in at uh, 310-854-4455 and give us some ideas, like um, the white trash test or the dorky couple test. You know those couples that wear, like, matching sweatshirts and stuff like that? Or are you turning in your parents or something good like that? So fax that in. I'll get some ideas. I'll work on them over the weekend. I'll send my team, my field team, out to collect the data, and we'll do that. Now, before we get to the calls, yes? Am I looking at another list over there? Yes, you are. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up. It's a list I worked on uh, earlier this morning for the morning show, but it's an evergreen. It's always good. We were talking about midgets, Mm -hmm. and I came up with the all-time midget or dwarf adult film title (laughs) list. The top 20 dwarf adult film titles. Make it fast. Ready, number one, Small Wonder. Number two, Backdoor Dwarfs. Number three, Ear Bangers. Number four, Dwarf on Your Sister. Number five, Rex Kobo, Mr. Elastic Scrotum. Not a midget one, just one I enjoy. Number six, Big Things Come in Small Cracks. Number seven, The Misadventures of Hervé Vaginache. You'll remember him from Fantasy Island. Number eight, Dopey Does Dallas. Number nine, Gulliver Travels Up Your Ass. Number ten, Premature Dwarfulation. Number eleven, Big Calves, Small Holes. You ever rent that one, Drew? All right, get up, Drew. Number 12, Debbie does the Keebler Elves. Number 13, Little Big Load. Number 14, Puny Pounders. 15, The Wizard of Jizz. 16, Really Short Lesbians. Not not, Not the greatest title ever. 17, Get Shorty, A Towel. Number 18, Little Women Get It On With Black Guys. Number 19, Punky Jister. And number 20... Double Nostril Penetrators 3. Oh, so you know the kind of highbrow show we're doing. You ready to get to the phone, Stuck? Mm. Yes, you are. (laughs) You're thoroughly disgusted, aren't you? Lily. Yes. Hey, you're on Loveline. Hi. Hey. Hi, Adam. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hi, Lily. How are you? How am I doing? Yeah, how you doing? I was doing all right until about five minutes ago. He's he's thoroughly repulsed. You know, he works on a lot of dwarves. Oh my! What, what's, oh, yes. what's going on? Um, well, I have a long distance relationship with my fiance, and he's coming home in a couple weeks, and I wanted to surprise him with some kind of sexual fantasy, and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's mentioned before that he it would turn him on to see me with some other girl. Don't do it. I don't want to do that right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Tell her you can only find one other woman, and it was your mom. (laughs) Well, that definitely... See what a sickness threshold is. (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about being with another girl in front of him? I don't know. I I, I mean, I've thought about it before. Uh, What would you think if he joined in? I don't know about that. (laughs) So be just uh, strictly... uh, for your viewing enjoyment. Yes. Yeah, you know, eh, 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 no. But Drew's I, shaking I, his hand. No. I, I don't know. I, I think you could get away with he's that. Gonna, he's not going to be home for. Uh, he's not going to be home for a very long time, and I want him to myself. Well, how about just doing that, going away with him somewhere for a day or something? Just but I want to do something, something fantasy wise. I, I, and I, I know it? you guys are guys. You. You have ideas? What kind of fantasy? Let, let me tell you what guys' ultimate fantasy is, and here's how guys work. This is how smart guys are. Guys spend months and years tracking down the perfect woman, 
And then when they find her after about a week of sex, they're like, hey, put this wig and this house coat on and pretend you're the Avon lady. <laughs> I, I don't know why that why that is. Why after why why after you know dating someone for so long and, and courting them you finally get them into the sack and then you want them to pretend like they're someone else but that's how guys work so maybe you could you know sort of take on a uh, alter ego or something like that okay. you know, put a wig you know slut it up a little Lily slut it up yes and don't use that voice <laughs> okay that's that's a boner killer Lily I got to be honest with you oh sorry okay that's more like it you see. All right. I put some big clamp-on earrings on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big uh, platinum blonde uh, Jane Mansfield wig. Huh? All right. And a shh. No cackling. Put on a uh, sequence gown. You know what I'm saying? False eyelashes. A little of that uh, powder blue mascara you got hiding away in the back oh, of yeah, the toothbrush blue. drawer that you had out in the late 70s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do right. it up a little. Okay. Has he got a certain kind of booze he's into? Yeah. All right. What is it? 40 ounces? <laughs> Jack Daniel. All right. Whip up a little Jack, have it on the ice for him, and just give him his night. All right. You know what I'm saying, Lily? Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. And don't talk too loud. It scares guys. <laughs> All of a sudden, I sound like Don Cornelius. Uh, it's back to the phones we go. Shannon. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hi, Adam. Hey, you're on Loveline. Uh, I got a bit of a problem. What's mm-hmm. up, Shannon? Um, it all started mainly when I was in third grade. Um, my stepdad was sexually abusing me for, huh. oh, about six, seven years. Huh. And, uh, I told my mom a couple of times, but he threatened me, so I reneged. And then the last time, huh? How do you renege on that? I told her that I was doing it to get attention because... Wow. What did he threaten you with? Um, said that he'd kill me, he'd kill my mom. Um, God, is that guy still around? I don't know. Is your mom divorced from him now? Yeah. He, he probably got into politics, by the way. What? I'm so sorry for you that you had to go through that. I mean, Yeah, they've you, been divorced for like six years now. You were three? No, third six, grade. Eight, oh, third grade. Eight, eight. Oh, okay. I heard the eight, three. Eight to 14. Oh. Eight to fourteen, right? Yeah, he pretty much took my innocence away from uh, me. Well, more than that, I mean, this guy is a criminal jerk. I mean, yeah, he, he he, every every bad thing you could say about a human being applies to this guy. And, and I'm sorry, I'm so sorry that you crossed paths with him. When you I, did. And I believe this kind of abuse is even—it's lower on my list than homicide. It's worse than killing someone because killing someone only takes once. You know what I mean? Mm, it only takes mm. a second. This is an ongoing, conscious effort. Mm. Yeah, see, that's that's what my problem is. Um, like I said, you know, they've been divorced for about six years now, and I dream— uh, a lot about this about him mm-hmm. and you know I can't, he did a lot of good things for me but not not more good than bad Ugh. and all my he only did good to try to keep you locked into that terrible situation yeah and i told my mom just today that i had dreamt about him the night before last and you know she gets upset because she doesn't like me going through it because it hurts of course but we need some kind of closure yeah. Well, more than that, uh, Shannon, I, I mean, it takes a lot of therapy to get over something like this. Well, yeah, see, I started it when I was 15 years old, but it's like, I'm 15, I don't feel like it's anybody else's business but mine. Right. I thought I knew everything I needed to know. Right, and guess what? That's a defense. It's a way of avoiding the feelings that you're actually having about 
how this this horrible thing that happened. Shannon, hmm? how do you feel toward your mom? Oh, I love my mom to death. You don't resent her in any way for bringing this guy into I the did. home? And, you know, in the beginning I did because she was the one that worked. He was the one that stayed home and took care of me after school. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and every time she went somewhere, I begged her, Mom, can I come with? Can I come with? She's like, no, oh. stay home. Oh. And that's always when it happened. And it even happened when she was at home in the basement oh. or in the garage. God. Or, Ten years from now, Drew's going to have his entire family packed into the studio when we're doing the show. <laughs> to to li- make them listen to this stuff? No, just to not let them out of your sight. Oh, right. oh you bet. Absolutely. Oh. We go through that kind of thing already now. Oh. Uh, Shannon. Yeah? It, it, was this guy ever brought up on charges? Yeah, he's in, he's in prison now. But when, he first, um, when the charges were first brought against him, they put him into like a halfway home. Mm-hmm to try and do some kind of treatment for him. He mm. was only supposed to be there for a few years, <laughs> but he screwed up, so they put him in prison. Well, I guess that's good. I mean, yeah. at least the guy's not running around. Yeah, but soon enough, his probation or parole well, or whatever. Well, don't, don't focus on that. You seem like you're insightful into the, the nature of the problem here and that you want help. Go get help. Go get help. It's not something that is going to be easily curable or treatable, but it's only and it's only going to happen... In a relationship, with a, in a therapeutic relationship with a professional, I mean, it's the only way it's really going to get better. It's going to affect your relationships. I'm sure you've noticed already how much difficulty you have in relationships, right? Yeah, and very the, much so. Yeah, and that's going to continue, and you don't want that in your life. You want you want to be able to have honest, genuine, intimate relationships that don't, that don't get overcome by the chaos and all the emotional, dysfunctional emotion that's left over from this trauma. Yeah, well, before my grandmother died, she told me that in order to go on, you have to forgive. Janet, don't worry about doing something. It's not simple right now. It's not. It's, there's going to be no catharsis. It's not going to be, you know, you're going to be visited by a shaft of light and you're going to have this, you know, epiphany and you're going to be okay. Yeah. A I lot, mean, of, work, right. a lot yeah, of work. It's not like in a fortune cookie or anything right. like that. I mean, for as many years of abuse that you suffered at the hands of this guy, you may take that many in a therapeutic environment. Right. In order to... Those those parts of your emotional world, your brain, that protect you from injury are, are all in place right now to try to get help you survive the trauma you went through. And to undo that, it's a very slow process. And all, all the cognitive, all the intellectual insight in the world doesn't undo that. All men must be killed. That's what I'm coming to slowly through hosting this show. Joanne? Hey, you're on the love line. Hi, Adam. Hi, Hi. Dr. Drew. Hey, Hi. Hi. Um, well, first off, I like to say that I listen to you guys every night, and I think you guys are rolling stuff. But. <laughs> but, um, anyways, um, I'm 13 years old, and I was wondering, maybe either of you guys could help me. I wear a 38 cup, uh, double D, pardon me, and, uh, you know, I have serious back problems, and I was wondering how old you have to be to get a breast reduction. I don't think anyone's going to be doing that at the age of 13, but uh, I've seen it not infrequently at 16, 17, certainly 18. Didn't we have a caller the other night at 14? 15. 15. Was it 15? Yeah, yeah. and, uh, and th- that indeed is the criteria they use, the degree to which it's affecting your physical well-being. Uh, and if you're really having a lot of back problems, neck problems, this sort of thing, then you are likely to, to have that procedure performed. Uh, don't be in a huge hurry. I mean, don't don't you know rush out to get that, but you might begin looking into it at this point. Talk to your family doctor. Mm. And uh, begin looking for a surgeon and, uh, and and thinking about whether that's something you want to do. 
Yeah, because, I don't know, they just, like, you know, it hurts my back and stuff. And, you know, some people say, oh, are you only doing this because guys pay attention to that, not to you? I'm like, no, I really don't mind. I kind of like it when guys, like, stare at that. Well, finally, someone who's honest. I mean, I mean, girls have to be honest. I mean, I'm not putting down anybody, you know, because I know if anyone else is in my shoes, you know, I know how you feel. But you have to be honest. It is kind of arousing if a guy is, like, staring at that, you know. I'll tell you, uh, Joanne, the, the fact that you're 13 is saving you from a barrage of, of verbal <laughs> abuse at this point. I mean, no, not yelling, but, I mean, I, I, you know, I just cannot get, I cannot get started down that path knowing how old you are. But there's a few things I want to say. I totally agree with that. We've talked about this before. The same people that are uh, complaining about Joanne just wanting to get attention with these breasts are plucking the iron brows are dyeing their hair are bleaching their teeth are going to the tan salon are going to the gym it's all aesthetics yeah. so if you have a, a, a thing i mean if you have really beautiful eyes that is an aesthetic quality that men would be attracted to if you have a beautiful ass it's another aesthetic quality if you have beautiful breasts it's an aesthetic quality why if it's the breast does it become this oh it's cheap now oh these guys are just pigs and this and that guys are attracted to aesthetics and whether they be on your chest your ass or your head and i don't see the difference and i know like maybe some callers are going to be a little pissed at what i just said but you know i that's my opinion it uh, may not be anybody else's but absolutely you know. not what do you think they weigh though joanne huh what do you figure they weigh you know, know never done honest, that? i haven't put them on a scale never done the water displacement test huh never dragged out the rain barrel and no yeah okay you know how i know there's no god dr drew god this is a flawed design here on joanne joanne you you're not a big gal i'm guessing uh, what do you mean? Like Just, yeah, the rest that? of you. The rest of you, yes. Like, overweight? No. Yeah, okay. This is a flawed design. What God, if there was a God, here's how he would have designed women. He would have put a breast on the front and a breast on the back. <laughs> because now she's got this, like, she's carrying an anvil around in her bra, and it's pulling her over like Quasimodo. <laughs> you put one in the back, then a guy can feel you up from all angles. You get a little excitement when you lean back in the Barker lounger. There's all sorts of... The bra makers would be totally different design, by the way. But it would be a better design if you think about it. Yeah. Am I right, Joanne? Yeah. And I would like a penis on my rear. I'm not sure how that sounds. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Yeah. Oh, you were asking, like, about ideas and stuff? You yeah. You put the, like, the oh, aptitude test, the bat test or something. Because I know I would pass or something. Bat, uh, is that is the B-boob aptitude test? The bimbo aptitude Oh, bimbo aptitude test. All right, I'm writing that down. We thank you for your input. Cracker will be coming in here in just a few minutes, but until then, it's Melissa's turn. Melissa. Hi. Hey, you're on the line. Oh, um, hi, Dr. Drew and Adam. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Um, okay, I have been thinking about having sex with my boyfriend for a while, mm -hmm. and I'm kind of unsure because I have this, like, unpleasant odor, mm -hmm. and I'm scared he's going to get really turned off by it. How, is that something you have always had? No, it's just been since, like, the past few weeks. Okay, that's an infection of some type, then. You really should go see a doctor about it, or at least call your doctor and see if they can get you something. There, these days, there's some, some creams that you can use really empirically that are very effective, something called Metrogel. that tends to cover most of the vaginal infections that cause the funny stuff. Metrogel? Metrogel. Is it tube shaped like a train no it's going into the no, tunnel no, no no blue line on the metro gel <laughs> are you sure it's an infection maybe you just sat on a wheel of cheese or something oh god 
Okay. Now, Melissa, talk to your gynecologist about it. There's usually these things can usually be dealt with pretty easily. Okay. Right. Uh, yes. Good luck to you there, Michelle. Yeah. You're on Loveline. Hi, Dr. Drew. Hi, Adam. Hey, Michelle. Hey. All right, here's what's going on. I've been going out with my boyfriend for, like, a little more than a year and a half, and he's, like, an email junkie. Email junkie. Email, yes. Yeah, I mean, he he really, he gets into playing all the games, but he gets into the chat lines, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, right before Christmas, well, yeah, like, before Christmas, I you know, I would go down, you know, because we go to the computer lab in the college, and, you know, we'd both do it. And um, he started, like, writing, like, certain girls, like, right away. Uh-huh. So he, he knew these girls in advance. No, no, he didn't. He, like, they'd say, like, what they looked like or, you know, what they said they looked right. like. What, what are you getting at? Is that you're jealous of his relationships on the Internet? Well, he would say things to them that I just, I think are personal. Uh, about you him? Know? About himself? Just like they'd do the sex thing over the mm. internet. And that, and that disgusted you. Michelle, you're moving like a glacier, sweetie. Let's go now, <laughs> for Christ's sake. Yeah, he. I mean, he would get very intimate. And um, just recently, I found out, because he, he's been emailing one girl, and I found out that he like gave her his number, and she's called him. Well, first of all, whoever he's talking to on the chat line could be a, you know, a 50-year-old. It's the, it's the 70-year-old transvestite. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, who knows who you're talking it's to? It's the longshoreman. And, it's the merchant marine with yeah. the cigar hanging out of the side of his mouth and right. the sweaty A shirt and his guts lopping over his <laughs> underpants. Yes, I'm 15. I'm nubile. I have large, supple breasts. And, and this is sort of the provocative fantasy arena of, of the latter half of the 90s, I guess. People are doing strange things on the Internet, but it doesn't necessarily translate into any bona fide human relation. But it's cheating emotionally. No. Poo-poo on that. But it does, it, it violates your sensibilities, and you ought to ask him to stop, that's all. See, I have, and he, he like, hasn't. You, you He's been, like, talking to the same, like, they started just emailing, just regular emailing each other. And he's been doing it for like a month. All right. Now, how would you feel if he sat home and watched porno movies? Pornos are. I don't. I wouldn't care about. That's all right, that. because I'm going. Here's here's my my sort of non-physical cheating scale. I just came up with. <laughs> Playboy. Then it would go penthouse. Then it gets in all the like jugs and hustler and backdoor men and forty and <laughs> right, 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 whatever, whatever. Wait a minute. I got more. All right. Then it goes to the porn movies. Then it goes to the emailing because you're. Well, having... How about the, how about the uh, lines, the phone lines? Oh, the phone lines. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the email. Then the phone lines would be. These are the things you can do without touching another human being, but still, it's, it's kind of weird. The kind of it's kind you're of, sort of carrying yeah. on with someone. And right. the thing about pornos is obviously there's no feedback. Although I have brilliant... no, there's, there's no person. Oh, but I have a brilliant idea. Another invention for porno moves where they work your name into it. <laughs> so they go like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh. and you hear like a nervous voice go, "Give me more, Adam." <laughs> Customize yeah. porn. In today's computer age, it would make a million, Drew. All right, but here's the deal. So I'm being ridiculous. Not really, no, no, because no, he's having not. contact with a person that is then contacting him. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's a it's form a, of relationship. Right. You I know mean, what I'm it may, it may be totally false. It may have no foundation in reality, but it is enough. 
I, I can understand why he would violate your sensibilities, and if he won't stop, create consequences. And, and it's not that far out of line. It's one of those things where yeah, yeah, if but, you don't like yeah, it, he, her, should, he, he should stop. Yeah, and if, and if he doesn't stop, she has to begin to up the ante and say, but well, it, if you don't stop, I'm right. going. It's, it's not a big deal, but if it really bugs the hell out of her, yeah. then he should stop for her, and we'll be back with Cracker. Call Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline, be right back. Well, now, two of the most common New Year's resolutions are A, get your life organized, and B, start a business. And you can now do both quickly at LegalZoom.com. I love these guys. I've actually used them myself for setting up a will for someone, for setting up a corporation. Getting your life organized starts with a last will and testament or living trust from LegalZoom. It's easy. It's inexpensive. And you'll protect your assets, your family, and get peace of mind. B, start a business. LegalZoom can help you launch your dreams and save you a ton of time and money. LegalZoom has helped over a million businesses, and LegalZoom gets the job done right. Nine out of ten customers would recommend the service to their friends and family. Why? Because they get personalized, affordable protection quality. Maybe that's why they earned an A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. I know I recommend them. LegalZoom's step-by-step process was created by a team of experts in law and technology. LegalZoom is not a law firm but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provides you with self-help services. For special savings, enter LOVE, L-O-V-E, in the referral box at checkout. Please don't let another month go by before you take care of these things for your family and business. From wills to business formation, trademark applications, power of attorney, and even bankruptcy help. Go to LegalZoom.com. Hey, this is John Stewart. You're listening to Love Lines. And the answer to your question is ointment. Yes, we are back with David Laurie and Johnny Hickman, both from the band Cracker. Let me get the phone number out, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. He's Dr. Drew. I'm be, really there, getting be there. In, be there. I'm getting this whole DJ stuff. All right. Turn that crap down. We got to talk to crack. Crack. I said crapper. Turn that crack down. We got to talk to crapper. All right. Now, stay up on the mics, guys. You know, I have to yell at the guests a lot of times. The rock and roll bands. Oh, okay. Guy, sort of. All right. Don't inhale it. Don't make love to it. Just Are these lean buttons on here it, David. for our amusement? Don't monkey with any of the equipment. They'll throw our asses right out of here. All right. All right the name of the new CD, The Golden Age, is the third CD for Cracker. Uh, yes, it is. The third. That's right. Yes. And uh, Kerosene Hat being the second, the first being Cracker. Um, just Cracker. Yeah. Right. And Kerosene Hat is platinum now? Yeah, basically. So that's kind of exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not really quite sure what that means, but <laughs> no. Well, it means you sold a million records. Now, is it true with the whole like gold? And but platinum? they have a funny way of measuring yeah, it. That's what you. I was trying I don't want to take get anything out. away from it's you. Like, but how's that work? It's like how many that are out in the store and that haven't come back yet and have been there for a certain amount of time? So you can actually have these. Well, anyway, but with ours, it probably is genuinely platinum. Yeah, you guys did it the hard way. Well, yeah, it took a long time, so it's probably genuinely platinum. So, and this thing is coming out the second, right? Uh, It's yeah, it's coming out Tuesday. Yeah, second. Okay, so it's uh, is that Tuesday? I think it is. Yeah, Monday's uh, April Fool's. We were we were really pushing for April Fool's Day, but they wouldn't let us do that. Why not? I don't know. I I think they they just don't do that. What's up with that? It's like the thirteenth floor with the (laughs) elevator, I guess. I don't know. 
Oh, oh, that's right. And I never even really noticed that. Drew, do you notice that? Yes. In and elevators? In hospitals, the rooms, there's no 13th numbered room. Yeah. And there's no 13th floor. And there's no 13th floor. But there is because it's the 14th at the, floor. At the Kelly County House was the 13th floor. It's the jail ward. Uh, <laughs> this is a really weird society. Well, no wonder everyone's on drugs. They can't cope. <laughs> I've been staying in room 13 uh, when we've been rehearsing for a month, and I'm fine. Yeah, small town in the desert. But we did see a movie while we were out there that was filmed in this town that we stayed in. That was, It was a bad werewolf movie, and the werewolf was living in his room in the movie. Really? What, yeah. what was the name of the movie? The Howling Seven. Um, um, New Moon Rising, or it was like by this time, like the accountant from the original Howling is like the star of the movie. <laughs> right. I'm serious. This I'm serious. Dresser. A friend of mine worked on it. That's why we watched it. It was, uh, it was seriously. It's the accountant. You know the him star. as the man who did craft service for The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> now he's starring in his very own the pitch? film. <laughs> uh, we were talking about anuses uh, during the during the commercial break um johnny was saying he had his check recently and not to bring that up over the air i was coincidentally having a little hold you not <laughs> having a little trouble with well, mine your ass look bad, so and here's the be honest about it people should you know think about their health you know, well it is true body you know yeah i mean uh, well let's do a little psa right now i mean uh, people or just drop it you know either one's fine <laughs> <laughs> no i think we should run with it we're on a roll here's the deal a lot because we get a, this is kind of the nature of the show because we get a lot of calls and people go um I have these bumps on my penis, and I don't want to tell my doctor or my parents. And I don't, you know. Meanwhile, cancer spreading every every second. This guy's not getting to a physician, but they're embarrassed because it's on the penis, it's on the testicles. They got it through some sort of uh, mischievous behavior, whatnot, and it's killing them. But they're they're too humiliated to go in and have it checked. I have the same problem with my butt, so I went in. I noticed. All right, I'm going to be honest. I noticed like a little blood in the stool. Yeah. Today, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and there's nothing more. Sh- never has the look of dismay come across my face and such than when you look down in the toilet. And usually, you know, you look down, you admire your handiwork. Hey, look, hey, not bad. Hey, it looks like Abe Lincoln there. What is that? <laughs> and you look down and you see some blood in there. And you think you're going to die. So I wanted to go see Dr. Drew. And Drew was great because I told him, and the first thing he said to me was, you're going to have to see someone else. (laughs) (laughs) We work together, man. I don't spread cheeks with people I work with. (laughs) Only for total strangers, huh? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. If you're 70 and you've got a prostate the size of Minnesota, Doc's, you know, he'll dive right into the coolie. But if you're a healthy, strapping young lad you sit across the counter with uh, the console with every night, no way. Sure, let me die, Drew. Now, now, come on. I said that, first of all, there, there are boundary issues there that I said it'd be, it's too weird for me to get into that with you. Boundaries like the hair? you talking about yeah, the hair? That prevents it from getting anywhere near there. And and the other is you need to see a gastroenterologist anywhere, a proctologist, and have this thing properly examined. And that's the word that I said that you didn't like. Can I get like a hooker to look at it? For <laughs> <laughs> are there any hookers out there with medical degrees that could work up guys? Because they'd go running for the colon check at that point. <laughs> All right, let's talk more about Cracker. And all right, we're off. Of, Johnny, I'm going to let you off the hook with the whole anus thing, by the way, because that's the kind of guy I am. I appreciate it. We'll get into that. I told you, Johnny. I told you not to say anything. I got a checkup. All right, you guys uh, on tour now? You're going to go on tour? What's going on? We're sort of beginning to tour. Um, we did our first show last night in um, this little town out in the desert, Pioneer Town. And. Um, 
And then we're going to Pioneer Canada. Pioneer Town? Mm-hmm. What the hell is Pioneer Town? That's a great place. What would you play? There was something near Yucca Valley. There's a honky oh, okay. tonk there. There's a honky tonk there. Yeah, we, but see, we have a lot of friends out there, so we just played a show for the locals. Okay. So, and what about LA? And nobody once shouted "Sweet Home Alabama." I was very proud of everybody. Freebird. <laughs> well, somebody did shout Freebird, but I think it was his brother that shouted Freebird. So. I had to move on to another. And what, where Leonard where Skirtle. where are you guys going to be? Because we're in like twenty one, twenty two cities at this point, and you may get to no. some of those. Well, most of them are Canadian. And we're not big enough to be in Pioneer <laughs> Town yet, so <laughs> keep working. On it. Um, well, let's see. We're going to Canada next month. We we have this tradition. We start our tour in Canada. Mm-hmm. It's because we think think so highly of our cousins to the north. Yeah, you look a little like Brian Adams. Are, are you guys? Uh, oh. <laughs> I said a little. <laughs> Wait, let me handle <laughs> the next. Okay, there we go. Oh, you've uh, been in a studio uh, before. Yes. Call me Richard Gregg, um, and I'll bring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his career's doing nicely. Um, but I think we end up in New York on like uh, the twenty fifth. And what something. what about L A. besides and, um, on May tenth or something? At the Hollywood Grand May tenth. Oh really? You people in L A. will just have to wait. All right. Well, <laughs> we're, we're going to hold our breath now. We're going to go to the phones real fast before we go to break. Lisa. Yeah. Hey, you're on Love Line with Cracker. Hi. Uh, I have a problem. Um, big problem. <laughs> Actually, it's like a it's a power struggle with oral sex. Yes. Oral sex and all different kinds of sex, but mostly oral sex. Mm-hmm. Um, both of us are very strong-willed people. It's my boyfriend. We've been dating for about a year and a half, and uh, both very strong-willed people in everything we do, especially sex. And the sex is great. Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh. And, I mean, I get dressed up for him and all different kinds of things, but he always needs to have it his way. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I don't know. What. All right, get an egg timer. We'll be back. <laughs> Love Line. Call 1-800-LOVE-191. Love Line. We'll be right back! All right now, buddy. Winter weather is upon us. Roads are closed. Flights are canceled. I've been stuck at airports way more than I want to think about. But while I'm there, I can use our friends from GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix to use their powerfully simple way to meet and collaborate online, whether I'm using a phone, iPhone, iPad, computer, laptop, no matter what, no matter where, no matter what the weather is like. And you can sign up for GoToMeeting. You've heard us talk about these guys. We use them all the time. Ironically, if we're going to do business with somebody else, we use GoToMeeting. And in GoToMeeting, you get real-time, high-definition video conferencing, and you can throw up one another's documents and work on each other's documents while you're having your electronically face-to-face meeting. So no matter where you are, you can be instantly connected. Sign up, GoToMeeting, from your computer or mobile device. Share screens, collaborate. We rely on GoToMeeting all the time. And like I said, when I've been stuck, and I was stuck in New York last week, and I was stuck in the airport, GoToMeeting is always there. So start your free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting today. Visit GoToMeeting, G-O-T-O, GoToMeeting.com today. Click the Try It Free button and use the promo code LOVELINE. That is GoToMeeting.com, promo code LOVELINE. Meeting is believing.
You're on. Oh, we are. <laughs> we got to turn the Hey, would yeah, you, you turn, turn the, the lights light on? That's what I was trying to tell is. you. We can't see you in there. Christ's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Everyone's looking at us now. Let me explain why Drew and I were just yelling because I'm going to give the situation. I'm going to try to paint a uh, picture here. We're in a the little cramped studio that's usually um, like uh, Calcutta. Uh, I turned the fan on, thankfully, and it's bearable in here. Uh, producer Ann, uh, the beautiful phone screener Sherry, uh, the various other lackeys that hang out at the uh, Loveline studio, and uh, One Nut Wonder engineer Mike all sit in a much larger place with gadgets and things where they sit comfortably and mock me. And don't think I don't know you do. But they turn the light down. There's a two-way mirror here, basically. And there's like a big two sheets of glass, and if they turn the light down in there, we can't see them, so they cue me. You know, they do that thing like they do on the on the movies, where they go, eh, hey, go, and they well, point. you guys keep it like daylight in there. And Mike, <laughs> yeah, that's a nice comeback, Mike. You guys keep it like daylight in there. <laughs> I'm reading stuff. Do you mind? It's a groovy nighttime show. All right, enough of you. Get, pot yourself down, would you? Put, pot your lights <laughs> up, pot please. Pot your lights up. All right, we're here with the gents from Cracker. I'm sorry you guys had to sit through that. No, that's fine. Totally unprofessional. Uh, the new CD, The Golden Age, will be coming out the second. You guys, uh, we were just talking about during the break, will be in San Diego doing a, uh, a gig. On 91, a 91X. 91X show. It's at Soma there, and I guess that's Saturday night. And I forgot about that. See, I forgot about Right, and, and not, not too far a drive for the uh, L.A., uh, Bakersfield and San, uh, Santa Barbara and other uh, diehard Cracker fans that are within driving distance to go out and check that distance, one out with proper stalking <laughs> distance. All right, we're going to get back to what? What the is phones. that, Drew? Yes, okay. the phone. <laughs> Brian, helping you. Hello. Hey, I don't come to your gigs and play the guitar, do I, man? That's right. Okay, okay. Brian. You're yeah. <laughs> you're on Love Line. Hey, how are you? Good. Yeah, okay, I've had enough of you. Brian? Yeah. You, you must talk. I'm sorry. Okay. My mom was standing right there. She woke up. Sorry. Okay. People um, are so freaked out about talking in front of their parents. What's wrong with that? Uh, uh, all right, your Brian. Parents, your parents were never around to freak you out. Oh, okay, oh. true. Yeah, thanks. Okay, that's right. Make me cry. That's going to make for a funny show. Bring up the anus. Now the, 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 the heinous of mental abuse I had indoors a youngin. Brian, do you have a question? Yeah, I do. I want to ask you, okay, look, I got this problem. My girlfriend, it's like we've been going out for a while, and I'm really beginning to like enjoy being around her and everything, and all of a sudden she's like trying to change my life and change my lifestyle and how I'm living and what I'm doing. Mm. Uh huh. If part of it is to get you to talk faster, I'm all for it. What do you mean? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm down with the, let's get you to move a little bit. That part I'm down with. What kind of changes is she trying to bring about? She's trying to change the people I hang out with and, mm-hmm. and the people I talk to and how I dress. You know, you, like you really you can't change another person in a relationship. On the other hand, you know, when you share a lot of time with someone, you kind of have to make compromises and bring your lives together a little bit. Are you sure it's not just sort of that that she's looking for? Well, I don't know, because, I mean, she used to hang out with all the same people I do. Right. And every, she did the same things I did when we first started going out. But now it's like she's trying to turn everything around. All right, but what do you figure her theme is? Is she trying to get you away from the yeah, slow-talking Hesher crew and in with the yuppies or what? She's just, I don't know. She's just trying to get me away from my friends, I guess, is what it seems like to me. So she has monopolized your time more? Yeah. 
Yeah, what do you think? You guys, uh, boys from Cracker? <laughs> well, I, you, I think... Johnny, you, David, you being manipulated by a bitch right now? No, actually. Okay. <laughs> and no, I not say at so. all. <laughs> <laughs> and she'd kill me if I said so anyway, so... Um, um, no, but, I mean, what, are you, like, hanging around ex-cons or something like that? And she used to hang around ex-cons? Or is it, like, like is it... What does she got against your friends? Man? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I guess she thinks they're a bad influence on me or something. Man. I mean, we go out and we party, like, occasionally. That's, up to, you, that's up to you to decide. So you don't, you're doing drugs, what you're saying? No, no. I don't use drugs at all. So you're, staying, you're staying away from her, then? Huh? You're just doing things away from her, and that bugs her. Yeah, it, like we it used to be like once a month, I'd have a weekend to myself just to go off and be with the guys, and now all of a sudden she wants that weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's being well, being maybe clingy. You're not ready? Yeah, you're not ready, that. Brian. Listen, I want you to look down into your into your underpants right now. Is there anything there at all? Yes. Okay, use it. Guys get knocked around, and then let me tell you, this is this is how guys work. I wanted to talk about this the other night. I was discussing the plight of men in dating. Here's another thing guys do: they search around, they look for the the Wonder Woman, they look all over, they search high and low, they finally find the perfect woman, and then they spend the rest of the relationship trying to figure out ways to get out of seeing her. <laughs> you know what I mean? You find the greatest woman in the world, and then it's like, oh, man, I, uh, uh, Stu, yeah, I'm going to come play softball. Well, hold on. i got to make something up so I can get out of the house, you know? I mean, it's kind of weird, isn't it? He's being cramped by this woman. Uh, yeah. And it's only one weekend a month or something, right? Yeah, you could. that's like Army Reserve. <laughs> that's... <laughs> you could handle that. Yeah, he didn't sound too... He sounded a little dim, though, like didn't he? It was like really... Like, it was important to him. working out, you know, or something like that. Just forget it. Yeah. The, the, that's <laughs> right. People get mad when I just, you know, put a pox on someone and move on to the next call. But but sometimes it needs to be done. Am I right, Drew? When you, you know? compare that to the gal that had been abused by her stepfather for six years. All right. You know, but I was very diff- sensitive on right, that Right. That's call. the point. I mean, there is a difference in importance. Right. Jeremy. Yeah. Hey, you're on the love line. Hey, I just wanted to say, hey, you got a great show, and I've heard you help a lot of people. That's right. <laughs> we'll be sending out a T-shirt. <laughs> What's up, Jeremy? Adam, I think you're, like, really funny. We need more guys like you. And, Drew, you're smart and caring. We need more guys like you, too. Yeah, if uh, we don't need more guys like me, because then I'd just be driving an ice cream truck or something. Well, you got a point. Okay. What's up? Okay. Uh, my question is, okay, a couple of, my, couple of friends of mine are getting into some uh, different kinds of drugs that aren't going to be as harmful as, like, acid and stuff. Right. And, uh... I just want to know what some of the effects are of peyote buttons and mushrooms. I'd like, uh, to, know, I'd like to know, you know, before I try them. Yeah, I am of the opinion that all chemicals, all drugs that induce hallucinations as a result of the primary influence on the brain have the potential to damage the brain. They're all about the same. They're, they're, all, they're just weaker the and, and stronger versions of virtually the same thing. We don't exactly know exact, precisely how they work. But I have seen long-term complications from virtually all the hallucinogenics. I've not seen it for mushrooms, interestingly, probably because people don't do a lot of mushrooms. Uh, I, I, I have I have great Unless difficulty. You lived in Santa Cruz for eight well, years, and right? I, and I expect to see it, by the way, because I've seen I've seen psychiatric and neurologic problems from virtually every hallucinogenic you can name, and I'm really disturbed by particularly young people's sense of defensiveness about these compounds that because they come from plants or because they're natural somehow they necessarily are okay or good i have to tell you the reason these plants cause hallucinations are to kill you 
so you don't come and eat the plants anymore. I mean, that's the plants develop these strategies as a way of surviving in the wilderness. There are there are plants in the South American uh, uh, rainforest that you take one lick of, and they will you'll have a terrific hallucinogenic high and die. Uh, you, so Darwin, no, you done? But the fact is, these things are there to protect the plant and to hurt you. Right. They're not there because they're natural and good for mankind. All right, pops. All right, squares. Please give me a there. contrary opinion. Uh, well, please. I am going to give you a contrary opinion because, first off, we all know you're in the uh, big drug manufacturer's pocket. Oh yeah. You sure? If, oh, if I, it doesn't I, come out of Dow or I, I, John, I collect from them every if day. If it's Adam. not done by some big pharmaceutical, then it can't be good because it's not white and doesn't have a code number stamped <laughs> in the top of it, and no fat Republicans getting rich off of it, poisoning the youth of the nation. It, well. Any chemical can poise young people, so that's, you know, no problem with that. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But speaking though. of drugs, by the way, some stuff was coming out tonight about the OJ thing, about him having been on speed, possibly. Uh-huh. And, and I have been saying that weaker. I have been saying yeah. that since I first heard about the case, that that it was a typical speed situation. I mean, the, the, the whole aphorism, speed kills, a guy named David Smith came up with that at the Haight-Ashbury Free Clinic. And it was not that taking speed kills you. It was that if you're on speed, you kill people. Yeah, that's we, where that that's what that statement was originally designed to describe. Credit to uh, Doc Drew, who was saying that many, many, many months ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what is the you guys? When, when, when did this come out? I just heard my I wife mean, called the, me tonight on the way in to tell me that it was on the news and stuff, because right. I've been ta- I've been talking about it for months. I felt that was the case. All right. So Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, don't do any drugs. Well, that doesn't really answer my question. I mean, what's the oh. side effects of the peyote in my As I started saying that right. it causes chronic depression. Intellectual problems, abstract reasoning problems. Uh, what? Uh, you mean also, doing the peyote does like a number on your digestive tract. Makes you vomit. Yeah, you vomit. Five days. Yeah. So you might but, want to be prepared to deal with that. But all too. hallucinogenics right. carry the potential, in my opinion, to damage your brain. And mushrooms and peyotes are hallucinogenics. Is that long-term damage or short-term? Yeah, long-term damage, potentially. Right. What? Irreversible damage? Long-term, irreversible Okay. Chronic. You, you, wait, are you talking about doing it once? You're talking no, about I don't know. I don't know. Trying it. Oh, just trying it. Oh, yeah. You... I, I did also say I've never seen it from mushrooms, but I believe I'm going to because if people use enough of it. But how much is enough for one individual is unknown. Jeremy. Yeah. You could try mushrooms. You'd be okay. Okay. Cool. All right, but don't watch TV. Your head will explode. <laughs> and don't do anything stupid like ride a unicycle or some some nonsense like that. You're chasing a big lizard through the desert like you're in some kind of Oliver Stone film. All right, boys. Now, you pushed a button earlier when you cussed, but you can't push it when you're coughing into the mic? I'm sorry, I forgot. I, there was this glass in the way. It was a big <laughs> obstacle to get around. So. All right. I love you anyway, and to prove it, sorry. off the new Cracker CD Golden Age, we're going to play I Hate My Generation. I hate my generation by Cracker off the Golden Age, which will be out this second of April. So I urge you to go out and get that, and we'll be back. Well, now, two of the most common New Year's resolutions are A, get your life organized, and B, start a business. And you can now do both quickly at LegalZoom.com. I love these guys. I've actually used them myself for setting up a will for someone, for setting up a corporation. 
Getting your life organized starts with a last will and testament or living trust from LegalZoom. It's easy, it's inexpensive, and you'll protect your assets, your family, and get peace of mind. B, start a business. LegalZoom can help you launch your dreams and save you a ton of time and money. LegalZoom has helped over a million businesses, and LegalZoom gets the job done right. Nine out of 10 customers would recommend the service to their friends and family. Why? Because they get personalized, affordable protection quality. Maybe that's why they earned an A-plus by the Better Business Bureau. I know I recommend them. LegalZoom's step-by-step process was created by a team of experts in law and technology. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with a third-party attorney and provides you with self-help services. For special savings, enter LOVE, L-O-V-E, in the referral box at checkout. Please don't let another month go by before you take care of these things for your family and business. From wills to business formation, trademark applications, power of attorney, and even bankruptcy help. Go to LegalZoom.com. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let me get the phone numbers out for Love Line. 1-800-L-O-V-E-191-1-800-568-3191. The fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. He is Dr. Drew. They are Cracker. Individually, they are David Lowry and Johnny Hickman, both from the aforementioned group Cracker. Hi, guys. Hi. How's it going? All right. Fantastic. All right. We're going to go back to the troubled youth of America. Drew Point. I love when you do that. They haven't been very troubled yet. No, but we're going to find them. Don't worry. We'll weed them out. Thomas. Hello. You troubled? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, there we go. Go ahead. Okay, there's this gay guy that, like, hangs out with me all the time. Uh-huh. Is that Charles Nelson Riley? Huh? Okay, go ahead. And um, I know that I'm straight and everything, and he keeps making moves on me, and I'm wondering what should I do about him. Reject those moves. Yeah. Repel them if you're not yeah. interested in it and try to find yeah. a way. I try to ignore him. And he just comes back. I go to his house because we, like, have to do work, some work is he, together. Is he a good friend of yours? Huh? Is he a good friend of yours? No, no he used to be until he told me about that he's gay. Yeah, just tell him, you know, you're not, you're not gay if you want to retain the friendship that, uh, you know, respect your views, man. You guys, uh, every you know, you're, you're, you can take a compliment, right? You're both attractive in your own different sort of rock and roll way. <laughs> We're not going to get into the We've Richard Greco or, or who was my Brian Adams one. <laughs> you're, you're, you're asking okay. for it now. Yeah. Okay. But, well, wait, wait a minute. Now, I mean, you're, it's not like you're an actor. Right. You're a musician. Richard Greco is considered like a really hunky-looking guy. Girls love Richard Greco. But he's like as smart as like, no, I don't know. Man, no, I, I have no idea, really. Bag of hammers. No. Yeah, okay. But it's nothing wrong with no, looking like No, he looks like, like me, okay? okay. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah, I'm sure. But anyway. All right. But the point is, is you guys. Uh, you're up there on stage. You're doing anything. You ever get guys coming around, coming on? You doing that bit stuff? His penis one uh, yeah, night I was on stage. On penis on stage one night. Really? In, 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 in uh, England, though. England. But it was England. Yeah. Oh, so that was a very kind of explains it. Now wait a minute. How did that happen? Very forward, gay man. Um, did, did he charge the stage? <laughs> he was licking Johnny's boots. So Johnny <laughs> thought this was really funny. So he's like, sort of like, you know, sort of like, kind of like. Yeah, he's just screwing around, you know. He's yeah. kind of flirting with the guy and stuff, you know. And while you're he's playing, doing his, he's yeah. doing his full seventies Mick Ronson hip sashaying kind of thing, right? <laughs> and the guy just reached out and just like bit him and wouldn't let go. Yeah. Really it was great. Yeah. Did you tip him? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in ten. This is Love Line.
radio station. Should have been arrested. Drew has joined our fan club and has apologized. Oh my he apologized. Later. I'm so sorry. Does, does, does Hallmark make a card? Sorry, I chomped your schlong. <laughs> Picture like your Snoopy turning red in the face or something like that. Maybe like Garfield doing the whoops thing with his paw over his mouth. <laughs> what kind of greeting card do they have for that? So. We were just uh, we were just talking. Uh, stop throwing stuff. We we're just talking to Johnny from uh, Cracker, and he was talking about how this uh, obsessed fan bit him bit him in the penis. Sure, when he was licking the boot, everything was fine. Yeah. But then he went for the grind. Yeah, he went beyond foreplay real quick. And did you have to stop playing? I mean, what was your reaction? You know, no, he, he did not. He's an utma- He's he's the utmost professional. <laughs> <laughs> he kept playing. He, I think he. Well, I bonked him on the head with my last paw. Like, like just, it's sort of hard to because explain. Because he, he bit, and it, you know, for there was a few seconds of just complete disbelief, and then uh, he, he held on. He was sort of like a like a snapping turtle or something. <laughs> so I sort of give him a little bonk, and then he went back into the crowd. This guy was about six four, by the way, you know, and I'm five ten. You know, right. He was a, he was a big guy. But you're built like a jukebox. Look at you, you're strapping stud. Oh, well, all right, but no, so man. the story to all the girls Speaking who want to know is dances. your penis was sitting in his beer all night, which was resting on the foot of the stage, and that's why he bit it. Right? <laughs> the truth comes out. It even sucked some of the head off it. <laughs> Gentlemen, at, did, we help, uh, did we finish with Thomas here? Hey, oh, this is a medical question. Oh, yeah. Thomas? Well, I, uh, I think it's terrible. It bites you. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> but Tom, go ahead. Thomas? Stranger things have happened. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, try to keep him as a friend. Explain to him that that's not what you're into. But if he's into it, that's okay. You're not going to judge him. But you don't. You know, it's like anything else. It's like religion. You know, you could be Jewish. He could be Baptist or atheist or or Christian or Catholic. And just as long as you guys don't sit there and whack each other over the head with your own beliefs all day and try to convert everyone around you, you can go on being friends. You know what I'm saying, Thomas? All right, let's get back to the penis. You had bite marks on the penis? Seriously? Yeah, well, I was wearing clothing, but yeah, he bruised me a little bit. It went away. But, uh, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, it was pretty frightening. And did you have to explain that to anybody? <laughs> to my wife. Yeah. Really? Well, I called her that night. I was pretty disturbed. I mean, you're not going to believe what happened. Uh, did you? Yeah. Well, all, everybody was there. I mean, well, we all backed backed him up. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. That's why you're David, there. David, now tell me. June? June? How did this happen again? Hello? June. Yes. Hey, you're on Love Line with Cracker. Hi. Hi. So how's it going? Oh, I don't, we are having problems oh. tonight, aren't we, Drew? Yeah, is it a full moon? No, I don't think America so. America has gotten completely normal. Is that that bovine disease that everyone's stricken with? Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease? Yes. June. I'm having major problems. Yes, what are they? Can you help me? We're going to try. You'll have okay. to voice them. Well, I'm 17 years old, and I've thrown up my boyfriend thrown up on him once but then I threw up again in the shower <laughs> almost on him <laughs> he tried having sex with me yeah why did that make you throw up now wait a minute what did you do again well we were in the shower and he was trying to have sex with me and you threw up on him <laughs> I just love that sound effect I brought that in the other day who says I'm not the hardest working man in radio? Yeah. You had sex? I mean, you, no, you were giving him oral. You're give, were, you, were you satisfying him orally? No. 
Oh, you mean you just vomited through him having intercourse? He tried to have sex with me, and I threw up on him. Is it because it was so upsetting to you? No, I don't know what it was. Had you been drinking a lot? No. What do you think it was? You know what? I think it was in my past. Right. It was upsetting to you. It was disturbing to you, overwhelmed, and you, you threw up. Yeah. All right. Wait a minute. No, I got to backtrack here. This has happened twice. Yeah. One, once in the shower, once on dry land, right? No, both times were in the shower. I threw up right. actually on him once. Okay. Here's the deal. I guess yeah. if you're going to throw up with someone the be- on someone, the best place to do it is in the shower. But it, it's sort of setting a bad precedent. I've looked at the showers jinxed at this point and just move into the tub Wait, or, or another, another part of the room. Thing. What happened in your past? Um, well, the next door neighbor. <laughs> oh, it's this big long story. You don't. I don't even think you want to get into it. Try in in a couple sentences describe what happened. Okay. Well, we had oral sex. You and a next door neighbor. It, yes. And how old were you? Thirteen years old. How about before that? Has that ever happened to you? No. How old was the neighbor? Um. Actually, he was fifteen. Oh, okay. I thought she was going to say seventy-seven. Yeah. And it's something you just were not ready for at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's like I, I give it like a, a three on the trauma scale. Yeah. It's it's real. It's there, but it's mm-hmm. it's manageable. It's, People can get over that. Yeah. yeah. But what what is my problem? It's that. Is you, it? You, well, you, she she connects with that. Her sense. Oh, of it. she blows a neighbor kid five years ago, and, and now her she's vomiting sen- everywhere. Who what? Said I blew the neighbor kid. You did. No, I said we had oral sex. That does not mean that I blew the neighbor's kid. Uh huh. Uh huh. What did you do to him? I didn't do anything he did to me. Oh. oh. Well, that's that's even lower on the whole. Let, let me check the trauma scale. Yeah, it's trauma a, scale? That's just below seeing your grandfather's ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> really pretty minor. That's minor? Yeah. It, look, it was it was major to her. Okay. And she hasn't gotten over it, and her sense is that it's overwhelming her. The memories fl- flood back into her mind when she tries to have sex in the present. And maybe you're just not ready for that at, at your age. You maybe you really need to sort of gain more maturity to be able to manage those feelings, so you can go ahead. Mature though. I, I understand, but y- your sense of being mature and actually becoming an adult or being as mature as you're going to be may be some distance. Well, wait a minute, I, June. Have you had sex before? No. No, you have I'm not. A virgin. Okay, okay. And so what is my problem with throwing up on my boyfriend? Well, I mean, that's the kind of reaction you're going to have to something that's... Uh, disturbing. Disturbing, yeah. I mean, when you get sick to your stomach when you see a bad car accident, you get sick to your stomach when you, you smell something or it reminds you of something. You know, I mean, it, that's, the, that's the sort of standard reaction to something that disturbs you. So that's probably what that is. Do you, do you think of this incident often with the neighbor? June? Well, once in a while. I mean, it's nothing <clears throat> that I think about every day, but I think that has an effect with my boyfriend now. Then I would say you just take your time right. and not take have maybe yeah. not have sex at, at your age and take it easy and don't don't be pushing gonna, sorry, to do something that you don't want to do. It's overwhelming you. It makes you throw up for crying right, out loud. Don't do it. I'm going to work a totally different angle, by the way, not the neighbor angle anymore. I'm on to something totally different. June, mm-hmm. does your boyfriend have varicose veins? Does he have varicose veins? Yes. No. Okay. Not that I've seen. Okay. Well, I'm I'm back to the neighbor one. I I don't know. I mean, I I know you can make you can be traumatized by anything you want, and I know yeah. 13's a little bit young. Yeah. But in this day and age, thirteen. No, 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 no. It, huh? It's not anything about this day and age. I mean, it can have, 
the, the neurocognitive development of a 13-year-old is such that they may not handle the experience, and they, it can trigger some stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that she's she's going to have a chronic psychiatric problem as a result. She's going to have personality disorder or anything, but she could have some reactions in the present. All right. Derek. Yeah. You're on Love Line with Cracker. Oh, I'm just kind of in shock. Oh, it's okay. weird. Yeah. Well. <laughs> the boys from Cracker are getting pissed, by the way, so let's go. <laughs> no, okay, awesome. I got a problem, I guess. Okay. This girl, I kind of want to ask her to prom, but I don't know how. All right, Cracker, you guys handle this. I'm disappointed how, how, like, how normal America is this time around. I mean, you can't just up in class and ask a girl to prom. That doesn't work. Um, what, what, why can't you just go up in the middle of class and, uh, well, I, I don't understand. Actually, I never went to a prom, so I'm, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't know if I could help you here, actually. Do you know this girl? Yeah, yeah, I know her. Are you yeah, friends? we have, like, two classes together. You're friends, but you haven't dated, or what's your Yeah, that's about point? it. It's time to make the move, buddy. Yeah. Build, so, get your courage well, up class, and do it. You can't do it because I don't sit by her in either class. If you're worried about being told no, that's going to happen a thousand times in your yeah, life. Yeah, just get just, it over just with. Get it over with now. <laughs> and she and may be pleasantly surprised and she'll say, yeah, I, I, I can't believe you waited so long to ask me. You know, so. Derek? Just do yep. it. Derek, I want to do a little dry run here if you don't mind. Okay. I want you to pretend that Johnny Hickman <laughs> from Cracker is, what's this girl's name? Dana. Dana. Is now Dana, the potential prom date. Uh-huh. And you just ran into Dana slash Johnny Hickman from Cracker in the hall. And it's yeah. between classes. And you're both moving down the hall. Mm-hmm. And you have just a few minutes to work your magic, to weave your spell. Derek? Yep. Hit yeah, it. Listen. Go. Do you want to go to prom with me? Sure. Okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind. Uh, I'm going with your best friend. He, he acts as good as Richard Greco. Oh. Where's that throw up button? I want to do it. Here, let's. That was a fantastic feminine voice. I'm glad you got in touch with that. Now, stay over there. Larisa. Hello. Larika? Larisa. Oh, Larisa. Okay. Hi. Yeah, you know. Hey. Hey. What's going on? Hey, tell us your damn question. I'm calling you from all the way from Modesto, California. Fantastic. That's like really far away. Good. No one cares. Go ahead. Okay, well, check it out. I, like, called this personal ad, right? Mm-hmm. I put, like, this personal ad in the paper, and this guy called me back. Yay! And his name's Rod. And we, this was, like, uh-huh. our second date. Our first date was, like, at a comedy show at Holiday Inn. His name's, like, Rod Jisman or something Rod, like that? R-O-D. Like, hit me with the Rod. Okay. Okay. All right. You understand why she's putting the ads out now, yeah. don't you? Exactly. Go ahead. <laughs> so we're, like, dating. Okay, this is, like, our second date. And he, like, made this chicken dinner for me. And he's, like, totally cool. And we had, like, I bought the wine. And we're, like, on our second um, bottle of wine. Okay? And it's from, it's Behringer, Johannesburg. Oh, what year? <laughs> what year? Let's see, 1994. Fantastic. Who gives a rat's ass? Did you let it breathe? He calls it, like, did we let it breathe? Yes. He says he did. Did he let you sniff the screw top before he threw it into the no, garbage? No, he like, totally just poured it into my cup and said, here, drink it, hurry. All right, all right. More yeah. detail than we he need, so go like, ahead. He wants to, like, totally get me, you know, wasted. Right. Like, take advantage. I was, like, Lord, anyways, Lord knows someone who's putting out personal ads <laughs> is not going to give up sex on the no second doubt, date. No doubt. Listen to this. So, anyways, so he knows, like, I've only slept with one guy, right, in my whole life. Okay. So he's like, my second date, right? And I'm going, oh, my God, what should I do now? It's like 10 o'clock at night, 10.30 over here in Modesto. 
I'm going, what should I do? Should the half-hour time difference over there in Modesto? <laughs> <laughs> shall I go home or should I stay here? Yeah. I don't know what to do. So, I, like, we called you guys to find out what... Oh, this is going oh, on right now. Oh, You're loaded right now. now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. You're speaking pretty clearly for somebody <laughs> on their second bottle of wine. Wait, are you in L.A.? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, say hi to my my cousin, Romy. It's the middle of the Romy day here. Carranza. Yeah. Say hi to her. What's her name? Romy. Romy? Carranza. Isn't that a black holiday? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. All right. Yeah, so Lucretia McEvil says, uh, gives her props out to Romy McWanda. All right, listen, Lucretia. I don't know. She might not be listening to us. Larica, listen. <laughs> okay. Listen, you're loaded now, right? The guy's there, oh, right? Like, drank, like, yeah, All right, he's like, Rod's there. You want to talk to him? I put Rod on the phone. There you go. I got to get a description <laughs> of this one. Rod. Yeah. Rod, you fool. What are you thinking? <laughs> what do you mean, what am I thinking? All right, Rod, you loaded, too? I'm, I'm not loaded. All right, you've been you've been funneling it all into Larisha's... Uh, okay. Well, not all of it, Listen, no. what, what did the personal ad say? Hers? Yes, just um, paraphrase. She, it said she was an intelligent woman looking for... Some okay, so she starts with a lie right off the top. <laughs> She's an intelligent woman looking for what? Intelligent company. <laughs> the paper's going to sue you two if they find out about it. <laughs> you have to run a retraction on uh, thir- on Friday's paper. Listen, do you have the ad there? Is there any physical? What right, what's she look like physically? Because we always wonder. We see these ads, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Right, she's there, but let's let's speak in code. Can she hear? Can she hear? She can't hear me, can she? She can hear. Oh, okay. Big big girl. No. Little Fat. bit. Little bit. No. <laughs> serious. Really? Yeah. Why is she putting those ads in the paper? Why are you asking us about well, what Well, because, do? I don't know. I All don't right. know why she put the ad in there. All right. That's All kind right. of scary, too. I'm Rod, sure. Rod. Yeah. You want to close the deal tonight, huh? Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. You got a condom? Yeah, absolutely. You got a third bottle of wine? Absolutely. Now, here's the thing, and you guys will back me up because you're in a band. You know how this works. It's good to get women drunk. Settle down over there. It's against the law in the state, by the way. Uh, she's 25. It is no, no, no. Oh, if oh you to get sex, someone drunk, right? And you have sex oh. with them. She can, she can accuse him of rape. Oh my, my God! If this, if if, oh. if there, if there wasn't for booze, I'd still be a virgin. What are you yeah, talking about? I know about? they're taking away your foreplay, Adam. But the fact is that <laughs> that's guys, the law. Guys. Hey guys. Hold yeah, on. yeah. Okay, like on our station, I can hear you like three minutes before what you have to say. Right. And I like, totally heard everything you guys told them. Right. You have the bottle of wine, and you think you're ready, and so right. forth, and whatever. Yeah. Right. But hey, I'm not that kind of girl. All right, but let me Get tell you. Lucretia. Yeah, listen, listen, who cares? Listen. When somebody calls up and wants a panel to. Of, hey, of horny, hard-up, <laughs> sexed-up uh, band members, uh, doctors, and shabbily-dressed yeah, uh, hosts. Anybody who would band members to ask for <laughs> oh advice God, about <laughs> yeah, these guys probably, moralities, right. probably. Like, you think he paid, like, five bucks to get me? All right, listen, he, we know you want to sleep with him. You just want to make it seem like you were thinking about yeah, right. it, all right? Yeah, right. All right, listen, right. we're going to let God decide, all right? Let God, let God decide. I'm going to flip a coin. Okay, flip it. All right, well. Wait a minute. You want heads or tails? Give me tails. All right. Heads is heads. Tails, he gets you in the tail, right? Okay. Heads, heads. Personally, I like head, but if you give me tails, I'll go with that. All right. See, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. All right. Heads, you sleep with him. Okay. 
tails, you, you induce a vomit right there right there <laughs> on the I coffee table. Like, and, totally puke, right? Right, and storm out with your uh, with your high heel slung over your shoulder, and you uh, grab a cab, all right? I totally agree with you. Heads, you sleep with him. Tails, you go home. Okay. All right, you ready? Yeah. I'm going to throw it up, and just to prove I'm not lying, I'm going to let the boys from Cracker say what it landed on. Okay, be totally honest. I'll be totally honest. Ready? Here we go. It, it's up in the air. It's still spinning. Whoa, look at it hang. And it just hit the counter. And it is... Oh. Heads. I would never sleep with the guy on, like, on the second day. All right, but it's heads, so it's God's will. It's God's will? Yes, God do you want us to all be struck God by lightning? All right, Lucretia, happy humping. There you go. Another match made on the wonderful love line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now somebody who calls and asks. See, you had the point. I mean, the point was is somebody calls up and asks two guys in a band. Yeah, for some decision like this is. I have a theory that whenever girls sort of say, like dialing, "I really Satan, what should we do?" <laughs> right, the devil's caddy. What should we do? It's really like when someone says, "You know, I'm really shouldn't do this, or I, I don't want to do this, or this is too fast." It usually means they want to, but they didn't want to make it seem like it was their idea. Right. Because if they thought of it first, it wouldn't be good. Now, we are going to play a mystery cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's written right in front of you on that piece of paper I put in front of you. Oh, that's what that is. That I gave you 15 fist. minutes ago. <laughs> I just didn't watch you, and you just so, oh, <laughs> drive me crazy. <laughs> Producer Ann is thoroughly pissed. <laughs> Cracker with John Osborne. Nothing to believe in. Nothing to believe in off of Cracker's Golden Age. And if the voice in the background sounded familiar, it was the one of Joan Osborne. And we'll be back. Love line. Call Love Line. 1-800-LOVE-191. That's 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. Love Line will be right back. This is an important announcement for anyone with a student loan who is having trouble making their monthly payments. If that's you, pay attention, because there's a special toll-free hotline that has been set up especially for you. So grab a pen and take this number down, or put it in your cell phone, 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. When you call the National Student Loan Relief Hotline, you will get free information. That's free information to help you relieve the overwhelming financial burden of an ongoing and student loan. If you are behind, late on payments, or even in default of your student loan, the National Student Loan Relief Hotline can help you. You may also be able to cut your payments in half right away. The National Student Loan Relief Hotline can also stop the harassing phone calls, wage garnishments, and even remove tax liens. The National Student Loan Relief Partner Companies have helped thousands of people just like you fix their student loan problem. Call 1-800-652-3707 for free information today. That's 1-800-652-3707. We're Rancid, and you're listening to Love Line. So give me all your loving. 
Come on, baby, show me what you got. <laughs> we are back with David Laurie and Johnny Hickman, both from the group Cracker. We're also back with Dr. Drew and Adam Carroll. The phone numbers here at Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191, 1-800-568-3191. The fax number, 310-854-4455. Coming up shortly, we will redo the what test, the uh, women, what does that stand for? The women's uh, heterosexual aptitude test. So that will be, uh, I will read that off in oh, sometime between now and the time the show ends and uh, cracker vomits and bang some groupies out in the alley. Sorry, guys. It was a stream of consciousness. I can't say consciousness I'll, I'll tell you the Brody Creed later, but anyway. Really? Do you ha- what, what would be the creed? I don't for? think we could say it on the radio. But this is for the it's roadies. A, it's not for you. Yeah, it's for the roadies, but it's like a sta- you know, it's just one of those standard sort of jokes that keeps going round and round and round. No head, no backstage pass? No, 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 okay. no. It's more complicated than that, actually. Okay. It's actually fairly <laughs> intelligent. It's just obscene. Oh, no, that's all. all right, but just clean it up a little and give us the, like... Radio version of it. Um, well, there's a there's a lot of variations on it. Uh, it's basically <laughs> Love you in the band and okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. it goes on and on. So it's kind of like the on old and on like that. Now that's the stereotype you're talking about, right? Correct? Band band roadies. Yeah. And, and, and uh, okay. And the band being sort of uh, doing this involving themselves in the same activities right. I, oftentimes I, I, I probably used to but I'm very happily you're very happily married now with the teeth mark on the penis yes we understand <laughs> yeah. so Adam anyway just get the stereotype out of the way there we go. okay yeah you guys are nice young lads Adam hello hey you're on Loveline hey how you doing uh, first I just want to tell Cracker you know I love you guys you're, you're you know one of the most talented bands around you know you're you're really great at music i really love you oh well thanks thank you yeah sure um i just had a couple of questions for you and uh dr drew mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um one thing was um i went on my i've i had a this i've been seeing my girlfriend her name is jenny for about seven months now and um a couple of weeks ago i went on you know a ski trip with some of my friends and uh, when I came back and I saw her, she started acting really weird. She was like, um, she started saying I was annoying and that she didn't want to see me again. And um, I've been trying to call her, and she, neither she or her roommate will uh, take any more of my calls. Uh, when I go to her apartment, you know, nobody answers the door. It's just getting really weird. I don't know what's going on. Getting the brush. Yeah. It always hurts, man. Wait, I, I, it's it's like uh, you see the Friends tonight. Yeah, I did. The guy was trying to get the guy his his roommate to leave. His crazy roommate, right? right. Same kind of thing, right? All right, leave. What do you what do you mean? <laughs> right, came from out of the blue, huh? Adam, yeah. it, it does not take a team of scientists to figure out what is going on in your life. But the the thing was that um you know we like really loved each other. We we you know usually did. You know everything with each other. Um, Something has changed, Adam. Something. Well, I, ha- ha- I had like um, a heroin and a acid addiction for like four months, and you know she was very you know kind about it. And everything. While you're with her, then. So yeah. four out of the seven months you were together, you were addicted to heroin and acid. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know she's she's she was she like tosses that one off. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she's helped me through and everything, and you know 
I got through it, and I'm not addicted to that anymore. <clears throat> All right, let me give you my theory. You're addicted to her instead. No. Yes. Okay, that one too. But here goes my theory <laughs> based on nothing and no particular training. Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving my theory anyway. Here's the deal. She is a fixer. She found this guy that had this problem with addiction, and she fixed him up. And now that he's fixed up, she's ready to move on to her next project. She's a fixer personality. Maybe. That's yeah. right. She is, uh, you're like uh, this old junkie. <laughs> they're moved. They've, they're done with. They've just put the final coat of paint on the handrailing, and it's time for a Norm and Bob Vila to move on to the next project. Adam, okay. he, he left. He left. She was at the door. Adam's like uh, fixing himself a martini while we're uh, over here killing uh, airtime. Uh, Drewski. It's all written down here for you. Uh, <laughs> it's what no, is it? Okay, you just did that. All one. right, all right. Yeah. Well, you got to cross them off then. It's gaslight, Adam Knight. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, hey. Hey. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have like this love triangle thing going on. Um, I've been friends with this one girl since like grade school. Um, and I moved after grade school, and I went to a different middle school, and I got to be friends with this guy. And afterwards, um, it turned out that we all ended up going to the same high school. And those two became, like, really good friends. They were, like, best friends. But we're all in the, like, same group. Um, the thing is that he um, wants to be friends with her, but she, like, has a hot for him. And he's made it clear that he only wants to be friends. And so she's, like, sort of backed off, and she sees other guys. But she makes it hell for girls that um, want to see him. Like, so I've been seeing him, um, I guess behind her back, and she found out about it, and now she's trying to, you know, try and bump me off and uh, try and get me... Bump me off? Well, I mean, she's trying to <coughs> get me out of the picture. Trying to so, kill you? No, maybe she's no, just going to no, frame no. her, like put like a kilo of heroin in her gym locker or something. And no, nothing that bad, but she, she's just trying to um, get me out of the way. She's trying to... All right. Uh, you break us up. Sorry. Yeah. We get these calls all the time. People going, this guy's trying to break us up. This girl's trying to break us up. I'm thinking about breaking someone else up. It mm -hmm. sounds kind of ludicrous when you get older. I mean, when you get into your later 20s and early 30s, <laughs> you can't really picture somebody coming and breaking you up. And this seems like common attempted practice at least in high school and i don't really understand it i don't think it doesn't really work if you do, uh, yeah don't really believe I mean, in it it doesn't like make sense to me or anything but any kind of relationship that he's ever been in um you know she'll try and break it up she um the thing is i'm kind of sick of it you know and i just want to know how i really like him you know and i want to know how to be with him without her having any say in it you know she's like constantly in our faces about this all right everyone's got a weird puss on over here sari because it just it, it doesn't make sense i mean here's the deal she's going to make herself look that much uh, more the fool by trying to break you two up she's going to look that much more desperate if this guy's got an ounce of brains Unless he's going to understand that and if he, yeah, but if she pulls it off and he buys into it, then he's just a big enough jackhole that you don't want to be with him anyway. Exactly. All okay. right, Sari? Just okay, don't well, don't worry about it. I have, a, I have a question for Cracker. 
Okay. Are you going to have any concerts in the Chicago area? Yeah, why don't you yeah, we, talk about they that? They certainly are. They're going to be in this area in the uh, month of May. I thought I detected a Chicago yeah. accent. Yes, I have to look at Ann all the time because I'm like a dog that's been beaten by it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, they're going to be in Chicago in May, and Drew has found the uh, press release. Go ahead, Drew. May 21st at the Rivers, something like that. The the the, riv- the riv- Riviera. Riviera, maybe? Yeah, yeah Riviera. There it is. Keep it going, Drew. Uh, Washington, D.C., April 29th, the 930 Club. Uh, Minneapolis, May 20th, the 1st of August, this looks like. All right, now sell it now. Come on, Drew. I'm sorry, May 20th, the 1st Avenue. I beg your pardon. May 17th and 18th at the Ogden Theater in Denver. And in Portland, May 14th at La Luna. All right. This is all in the month of? All May. Right. All right. That Even is Cracker I... coming to a town. <laughs> coming to a town near <laughs> They've you. They've given up on you in the other room, haven't they? <laughs> they certainly have. There's a coup going it's on. Aquarium. I'm going to have to step away for just a minute here because I'm going to have to regain control of the ship. <laughs> and we'll be back. Love. Line. Line. Love. Line. Love Line. We'll be right back. Hey, I want to take a minute to bring up Amazon, who has been a great supporter of Loveline, our podcast, and uh, which used to be behind a paywall, and now we have sponsors, and the way we were able to remove that paywall was with those sponsors and now with Amazon click-throughs. Amazon gives Loveline a small commission each and every time you buy something with our affiliate program, provide you click-through on the Amazon banner on our website. Holidays are coming up. Stores are going to be crazy, so why not skip the lines and buy everything on Amazon this year? That's what I do. Buy exactly what your loved ones want and have it shipped directly to your home. No hassle, no stress, no lines. Just go to Podcast One, go to the Loveline landing page, click the Amazon banner, or go to lovelineshow.com and click on the Amazon banner there. Everything you purchase from that link will help keep the wind in the sail of this production and this podcast. Both Loveline and Mike and Drew and everything at Podcast One needs a taste to stay afloat. Keep the podcast free. If you bookmark the page, you'll be able to skip the stages and support the podcast by buying what you are already planning on purchasing. So go ahead and bookmark the page right through that banner. But right now, back to the show. We yes, thank you and mahalo. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Let me get the phone numbers out for Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. 1-800-568-3191. The fax number 310-854-4455. We're here with David Laurie and Johnny Hickman, both from Cracker. Also, Dr. Drew. And, as promised, I am going to redo the what test this evening. I did it uh, yesterday during the uh, first hour. And uh, I'm going to redo it right now. So... This, again, is the Women's Heterosexual Aptitude Test. Grab a pad and pencil, because here we go. If you have ever made a collage out of clippings from a woman's magazine, like L or whatever the hell those things are, W, give yourself five points. Give yourself a point for every time you faked an orgasm. Add an additional five points if you did it while performing oral sex. Oh, that's a giver. And additional 25 points if you faked your orgasm while your man was in the bathroom. 
Number three, if you own culottes, give yourself ten points. If you've ever gone out in cowboy boots and cycling shorts, give yourself a whopping ten points. You staying with me now, ladies? Give yourself five points for every time you've uttered the phrase, right now, I just need to be held. Number six, if you think it's all right to punch your boyfriend while he's sleeping because you had a dream he hit on one of your friends, give yourself ten points. That ever happened to you guys? Actually, I think it has. Heterosexual women find that to be okay. That is perfectly all right for them. Give yourself 15 points for every time... Pardon me. I'm going to start that over. Give yourself 15 points if every time you get together with one or more of your female friends, the conversation quickly turns to menstruation. The heterosexual women love talking about the, uh, the, the time of the month. Guys hate it. Add 20 points if you secretly wish all other women would magically put on 40 pounds. <laughs> thus making you look slender in comparison. Give yourself three points for every stuffed animal you own, five points for each one you've named, and 20 points for each one you've had an intimate relationship with. Number 10, give yourself five points for every time you've sworn up and down you don't masturbate. Another big ploy, the heterosexual women. Three points... If you don't know how many cylinders your car has, and add an additional five points if you're not sure what a cylinder is. Give yourself five points for every workout video you've ever purchased, and add additional five points if you've never worked out to any of them, and also add an additional 15 points if the only one who has worked out to them is your boyfriend. Three <laughs> points if you've ever put unicorn decals on your fingernails. No lesbian would ever do that. <laughs> Number 14, if you've ever taped Days of Our Lives, Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose Place, or Savannah, add five points. If you've ever taped this old house, deduct 15 <laughs> points. Number 15, if you have big hair, and I don't mean medium hair, and I don't mean average hair, I mean tremendous big Tammy Wynette in the 70s hair. Give yourself five points. Another thing that lesbians would never do because they need to get out of the shower and go to the dike bar. <laughs> Drew told me to say that. And the last question, if you've ever faked an injury to get out of sex, give yourself a whopping 25 points. And, and that concludes the what test, the women's heterosexual aptitude test. Guys from Cracker, how'd you faked fare? Faked an injury? That's the one that actually was kind of faked an injury to get out of sex, like... Why? You have a problem with that? Well, no, I just never heard of that. That surprised me. I but it's something a heterosexual like, woman well, might do. I twisted my ankle. Well, you can be I, creative. We're talking to the lovely and foxy, you'll back me up on this, producer Anne, last night, and she said she's faked a cramp before. You know, women, you know, the period's mm. coming on. I got cramps. Water it's retention. Hurt. Water retention. There's so many things. Uh, you, you, you boot the uh, bed frame with your shin, and you know what I mean? You pull a Brody <laughs> in the bathroom. Whatever it is, you mm -hmm. can get out of it. You can be creative, not just a headache. Because a guy's right, going to see right through obvious. that. That's paper thin. Yeah. Okay. Right, faking the cramp. That's good. And there's no really, but there's no cramp check. That's like the guy going to go, hold on, let me put my ear up to your abdomen. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> I knew it. Now you get double sodomy. Okay. I got 130 points, by the way. Did you? Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you are a ton of women. You're two women, Ann. What do you think of that? Hey, thanks. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me to screw up. All right, we're going back. <laughs> it's now turned into the Indy 500. We're going back to the phone. Sharon. Hello. Hey, I love lying with Gregor. Oh, hi, how you doing? Good. They okay, are, too. here's my question. I'm looking for some male perspective on a guy that, I, that I'm, well, I'm sort of seeing on a casual basis. 
but he fell asleep on me once in the middle of sex. Mm. And I'm sort of, I was sort of like, hmm, either I put him into a trance or I completely bored him. I have no idea. Was alcohol a factor or just stupidity? Just mm. stupidity. Wow, that's amazing. Well, had he, like... Had he already come to his conclusion? No. <laughs> no, really. Wow. Really? That's nervy. Yeah. Did you ask him? Did you confront him? Well, I mean, we talked about it the next day. He was like, oh, I'm really sorry about it. I mean, I sort of like... And he wasn't drunk and he... No. I don't know he wasn't because I've been with him all day. But he was just sort of like, I don't know, just maybe really tired. I have no idea. But I mean, Apparently. Because after he fell asleep, I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll just stop then, I guess. And so I sort of kind of like. Okay, so you were on top. Yes. And. And so you just sort of slowed down. It was like it, it's like when you go to the market when you're a kid with your mom and you'd go out front and they'd have that horse that you put some change into. Yeah. And after about 30 seconds, it would just kind of slow down and stop. Yeah. You'd yeah. sit for a minute, you'd jump a little harder, nothing happened, so you'd get off and get back in the station wagon. Right, and then he sort of like came to and he was like, uh, what's going on? I was like, well, you were asleep. I had a dream I was getting laid. <laughs> and so, I mean, we talked Wait a minute, she didn't look like you. <laughs> Or I didn't ask. He actually asked me about it, and he said he was really sorry. He didn't, didn't really know what was going on, but I kind of went, well, yeah, maybe you were just really tired, or I have no idea. Johnny, David, has that, that. that ever I've happened? Never heard of that. I don't think I've ever been too tired. So I, really? I, 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 yeah. Uh, no. Maybe he was just really, really tired, and his pride uh, wouldn't let him say so. And I mean, he might have been anyway, sick or... then, too, because he was, like, kind of getting sick. Would that have done anything? Well, I have I'm a sex dozed maniac. off I before. I, I swear to... I mean, like... Like, you know how you fall asleep? Listen, first off, if you can fall asleep behind the wheel of an automobile, you can fall asleep anywhere. I mean, really think about that notion. <laughs> You're doing 70 miles point. an hour down the interstate, and you can doze off. Hundreds or thousands of Americans are killed each year because people nod off while driving. So if you can fall asleep while you're going 70, you sure as hell can fall asleep while you're going two miles an hour with a comforter up your ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm just guessing. This is radio. You have to paint a picture. And I have dozed. I've done that thing where, like, and you've done it while you're driving to you're kind of like, oh, oh, oh. You know, you, you doze yeah, and then you're back. I've sure. done that having sex when you're just totally exhausted. You've been working all what, day, what, you know. Having sex? Yeah. Do we have? But only, yeah. Is that bad? Yeah, I was just kidding. No, I never done that. I can't buy all my lady friends. <laughs> yes, yes. They keep wanting more, more. They yell. Yeah. Um, so you it's know, not completely abnormal. No, it's not completely abnormal. There's a little okay. bit of a slap in the face, but listen, Sharon. Here's yeah. my advice. Next time, this is going to cure the the, the narcolepsy apparently. problem. <laughs> yes, you, you know what it is. Three. I got, I got one word. Uh huh. Two words. Wheelbarrow. Do you know what I'm saying? There's no possible way anyone could fall asleep in that position because it's like you're you're hoisting the back of a refrigerator while doing like a limbata type movement with your groin, and there's just no way to doze off while you're doing that. So it's the position. Don't let them get on the bottom. All right? I'll think about that. I've got another question, though. Uh, Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I was with the same guy last weekend, and we only get together like every couple of months because we're in different cities. And um, in, in the middle of uh, of everything, he was like, "So did you did you happen to bring a condom?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, of course I did." And then I realized that he hadn't. And I was like, "Well, what does that mean? I mean, it, do men just not bring them and think that somebody else will, or was he think was he not planning on anything happening?" 
But he was mm. tired. <laughs> he was tired, <laughs> he was tired again. Yeah. Did he bring his eye shade? <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, what does that mean? I mean, that is kind of it's 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 like yeah, maybe you're not planning on having sex, or or maybe you're being you're trying to have sex without the condom, and you're it's it. I would take it as is something. Uh, it's Wouldn't probably you, not a good thing that he didn't bring one. But I mean, some it could guys be don't. Fairly some guys don't. Too. Yeah, you should do, should back me up on this, Adam. I'm right behind. Some you. guys don't take responsibility for anything. Right. You know, they expect to be yeah. taken care oh, okay. of. Okay, yeah. Does is, is he need a lot of mothering and that sort of thing? For yeah. Me? Yeah, so, you know, you're, you're yeah. the caretaker, so you're, uh-huh. you're going to arrange everything for him. Do the, uh-huh. cook the right. breakfast, do the laundry, but tell have him, the condoms ready. Tell him if, if you're going to be mommy, he cannot bang mommy. So it's one or the other. <laughs> All right, because right. that would be weird. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Night. All right. <laughs> 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 Why did you tell me what you're laughing about? I'm laughing at that. Well, tell them what that is. Oh, all right. We we have. All right. Listen, I obviously, I don't think clearly, and I think that's obvious to anyone who listens to the show with any regularity. And I get confused very easily, and I'm not a big... I can back you up on that. Uh, and producer Ann is right behind me on that, and she'll, she'll sign any petition that's currently circulating. And... I really don't concentrate very well, and I have Drew. I let Drew pick the calls out. And the way it works is there's a TV screen, and it basically has the calls numbered, and it just ha- it has their age and their name on it, and it, it's like one through six or one through seven. And Drew writes down the calls, and I look at the number, and I punch the button. That's it. We, I, I don't know what's coming next. And Drew, because he keeps getting bigger and bigger with his lettering, because I don't see him, I get right. confused, I get distracted, something shiny, or I see like a butterfly, and I go chasing around like a retarded kid, you know. So now he has his marks a lot board. One of those magic markers. Well, that's the Indy 500 board. Yeah, right? the one they hold like you're down two tenths of a second or come in for you know a tire change on the next lap. And he, yeah, he's like a basketball coach now. Okay, great. All right, Drew, relax over there. We're bringing there. in flares tomorrow for Drew. <laughs> Drew now it draws the world's biggest numbers on this board, which is like nine inches. So he has this, the world's biggest six drawn on this board. I'm looking at about to punch it, and I notice it's gone. There is no six on the screen. What they do? Just drop. Off? Yeah, they just left. All right. Now, what do you want to go? Now, just tell me, Drew. Don't write it yeah. down. It's humiliating. <laughs> A quick one. All right. <laughs> what is that, guys? You want to read that from Cracker? Uh, five. Five. We go, Jason. Oh my gosh! I'm finally on. All right. <laughs> um, I picked the right call. Adam. Mm. You're my hero. Oh really? <laughs> you're the best. Wow. Drew, you're the smartest man in the world. I'm sure. Man. All right. And Cracker. Huh? Hello. Yes. Hello? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're waiting Hi. for our compliment. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Comment. Hi. Comment. No. Hey, were you guys in Pioneer Town on St. Patrick's Day? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. we were. Yes, we were. I was there. You were. And I saw you guys, and I was sure it was you, but I didn't come up and talk to you guys. Wow. Well, that's cool. Where'd talk, you, talk where, to us now. Where'd you see him? What? Where? Pappy and Harriet's. Yeah, this, that's the bar there. The oh. best place to hang out in Pike. They, they were having a you know corned beef and stuff. Oh, you, you guys weren't playing. You were just hanging out yeah, and we getting loaded and eating. Oh, corned beef and yeah. beer. Yeah. Oh, those mix know how to celebrate, don't right. they? <laughs> got Homer Simpson here hosting the show. Yeah. Corned beef. Are you guys still recording up there or what? No, we were just practicing. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a big fan. I was wondering if you guys could do me a favor. Uh, well, Depends what's what that? Is. And um, I'm a big fan of the show, and my roommates wondering if you can do us a, a phone message. A phone message? All right, real fast. Are you all ready? Get that machine going. It's for uh, Jason, Dave, and AJ. 
All right. Jason, Dave, and AJ, what do you want them to say? Just say, yo, what up? This is Cracker. <laughs> no, you can't uh, tell no, us what to say. We're, we're not going to say that. Yeah. What were the names again? It's uh, Jason, Dave, and AJ. All right. Just say whatever you want. Are you ready? All right, Cracker phone. Dave, wait, I still haven't got the name. Jason. Is... Drew, can you write it down for Dave. me? Dave. Come on. With the AJ. Magic no, I got it He's now. doodling over there. All right. Jason, Dave, and AJ. All right, uh, Cracker <laughs> retarded phone message. Take one. All right, you've reached Jason, Dave, and AJ, and you must be a loser if you're calling this number. I don't, I don't know what to say. Clip. What do you want? What do you want to say? Kick me. Say it's Cracker. Kick me. Say it's Cracker. It's Cracker. Oh, it's Cracker. All right. Leave a message. And we'll be back. Meanwhile, halfway across the city, in a small fish market in Chinatown. Excuse me. Could I get some fish? In the meantime, Loveline will be right back. Hey, Drew. Yo, Mike. The first Mike and Dr. Drew podcast of 2014. Good one. It was a good one. The greatest Italian ever. And uh, your friend that is in the Alan Thicke video? Emily Ratchkowski. Yeah. Emily, is that her name? Oh, okay. yeah. We yeah. talked about her. And, yeah, you talked and a lot about her. And the photographer. Terry Richardson. That's yep. right. And we talk about Shia LaBeouf sucking. Oh, yeah. Britney Spears. No, Britney Spears and her mental illness. It's all right there for you at the Mike and Dr. Drew podcast, only on Podcast One. Back on Loveline. We are almost out of here. Next week, we have a huge week. We have the Cowboy Junkies, Goldfinger. We have Squiggy. <laughs> that is Squiggy from Lenny and Squiggy. We have Eric Matthews. So we have a real full plate next week. And, of course, uh, tonight's fantastic guest was Cracker, David Laurie, and Johnny Hickman. I want to thank you guys for coming in and being such good sports and let me have my fun. Okay, no problem. It was entertaining. <laughs> I, I want to put a curse... And or a pox on anybody who does not go out and purchase the latest Cracker CD out April 2nd. The name of the CD is The Golden Age. You heard a couple cuts from it from night, uh, tonight earlier, and it sounds real good. Drew? If you'd like to write to us, P.O. Box 4345, Hollywood, California, 90078. And the email address, LUV191 on AOL.com. Uh, Drew, we have a minute to kill. Mm. Why does Drew it say Camper Van Beethoven? Because the that was page. the former Cracker guys. Oh, that was my band before. I one. see, I see. Okay. Yeah, which, you, you, were know, in, you were in medical school. Indeed, I was. And that's right. I didn't notice any of that stuff. So and as right. the uh, fantastic radio interviewer. <laughs> we were busy reading and studying and stuff like that. Well, was, He's busy reading during this show, believe me. He's not <laughs> even here. I want to thank uh, phone screener Jimmy. Don't uh, James, don't call me Jimmy, you a-hole. I want to thank uh, the lovely and vivacious Sherry on the phones the producer and the long and angular one. And I want to thank the uh, girthful and rotund one, <laughs> the one nut wonder engineer Mike for doing at least an adequate job on the board tonight. I want to thank Dr. Drew for being himself. I want to thank Cracker. I want to thank myself. And we'll talk to you Sunday. If you are still listening, you may feel the urge to touch yourself. The opinions expressed on Loveline by Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, or anyone are not necessarily ours.
Bears. Be happy. Be happy. Happy, happy, happy. I'm happy. The Night Producer is Ann Wilkins. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.